the message that I have for you today is uh, keeping a nimble spirit. I want to talk about that as we step into out of one year, into this new year, how to keep a nimble spirit, a free, light, uninhibited spirit. But I want to read Isaiah 41, 4 first. And it says, who has prepared and done this? Calling forth and guiding the destinies of the generations of the nations from the beginning. I, the Lord, the first, existing before history began and with the last and ever-present unchanging God, I am He. I love that scripture. Guiding the destinies of the generations. I feel like we're in safe hands. You know, he has proven to be a safe and trustworthy author of destinies, has he not, in our life. And actually sitting on your card, you're going to see a dream card uh, for every individual in the room. And I just want you to take it in your hand. And as I begin to speak this morning, um, I want to encourage you uh, to consider what you have in your heart as you graduate from 2017 into 2018. And at the close of, and you know, even during the service, if you want to note some things that are stirring in your heart, and then at the end of the service, I'm going to pray corporately over us today and just pray a blessing and an anointing on the dreams and the hopes that you carry in your heart because He is faithful and safe and trustworthy author of destinies. And this is a moment to offer to him, to present to him. He knows what's in our heart. But what I find is really powerful. It's like a moment of agreement. He knows what's in our heart, but it's like we acknowledge what's in our heart. And there's power in agreement in bringing that before our Heavenly Father and asking him to bless that as we step into this new year. I'm a big believer in getting a word from God as you come into a new year. Matthew 4.4 in the message translation says, It takes more than bread to stay alive. It takes a steady stream of words from God's mouth. Amen. We need that steady stream of words that is life and buoyancy and current and revelation and alive. And we need to continue to feast on it. I had plenty of bread over the festive season. Do I have any Brothers and sisters out there that were carb loading over Christmas. I love bread. You know, there's so much sugar in bread. You can, even a nice bread roll, you can taste the sugar, really. But anyhow, put that aside. <laughs> it's not time for fasting. It's, it is the festive season. I had plenty of bread and it was delicious and it was fun. But let me tell you, the word of God is strength to our soul and our spirit. And we need a fresh word in season. And um, I want to be um, buoyant and positive and all of that, but sometimes uh, words that God give us seem a bit counterintuitive. It feels like sometimes he's doing something different to what we'd expect. But I, I have a throwback word. I don't know if you were here, 2016, it was this time of year. I'd walk down my driveway to walk the block and I was having a moment with the Holy Spirit and I asked the Holy Spirit, uh, what is what is your word for me for this year? Speak to me, Holy Spirit. And um, instead, because I find he's always doing something a little bit different, he answered with a question. He said, would you like to hear my word for this year? And I was curious then. And of course, I want to know. And he surprised me. It was a phrase which was outside my language that I hadn't heard before. He said to me, break up the fallow ground. 
and I went on and I studied that. Maybe you remember a few years ago, I preached that at this point of the year. And breaking up the fallow ground, turning the soil, is ultimately about um, bringing forth um, fruit out of dormant, dormant soil. Maybe it's rested soil and, and breaking it up, breaking up the soil and seeing um, higher fruitfulness or productivity come up out of that soil. And uh, I meditated on it for that time. But the nature of prophecy is that often it's declared before its time. It's always declared before its time. Well, funnily enough, coming into this year, I feel like God really is breaking up the fallow ground. I feel a level of sifting and shifting. And and, um, the other picture I see with that is I really feel that silver water is like a fresh baked loaf of bread. The pull apart kind that you get from Baker's Delight. Do you know it? I'm just on this bread theme this morning. (laughs) And um, I I see the loaf broken in half and parts being distributed around Western Sydney. And certainly we've seen that in our New Life Syrian service. We've seen it in Maryland's, in Bankstown, in Parramatta, which is launching very soon. Uh, It's like God has broken off parts of the loaf and sent out fresh bread because who knows our world needs fresh bread to nourish our soul body and mind it's gosh the world needs it so much right now and sometimes in the breaking off or the tearing apart or the separation there can be a level of transition or turmoil or sifting and shifting and it can be a little bit disturbing and I do feel that right now to throw back to the break up the fallow ground um, image and picture um, go with me because I know this is a bit creative, but the picture I feel myself is um, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. <laughs> Does anybody remember that movie where the kids are shrunk down to ant size and they're in the grass <laughs> and the stalks of grass are overhead and they're tiny and it's obviously overwhelming. There's insects coming at them and they're massive and all of that. Well, the, the feeling I get is if you are right down in the soil, right down in the soil, and the harvester is coming through and sifting the soil around you, and you've got this machinery coming and and shifting the dirt, yes, it's a little bit overwhelming. You could lose your anchor, and I just want to encourage you to send your anchor down deep and remain, hold the line, hold the line, remain, because um, you could be uprooted if you're not careful. And, um, and, I, and particularly, I want to say for a lot of the leaders, um, I feel personally like I've been tested to remain. And I want to encourage you, you, you're called and appointed, your pillars, you're called and appointed, your pillars, you're called to remain, send your roots down, anchor yourself, don't be moved. Um, don't be moved, I'm telling you, I'm calling you, don't be moved. Just acknowledge, okay, we're in transition. There's sifting, there's, um, the, the soil has been broken up to unearth greater fruitfulness. So it's just about holding the line down. I know that was cryptic and creative, but um, give me a holler if it resonates, if it makes sense to you. Because some things just need to be said. They just need to be spoken out. That's the place of the prophet. You just speak it out, you declare it, and then in its time, it bears fruit. Amen. So we're going to talk about keeping a nimble spirit in 2018. Nimble is to be agile, light, supple, alert, sharp, and quick. Now, Chris Vallotton makes this statement. He said, circumstances are not our problem. It's our stances that imprison or empower us. It's good. It's our stances that imprison or empower us. Who knows in Christ we're above our circumstance. 
we really are. And this morning, I want to talk about having a nimble stance. And the scripture that comes to mind is the hinds feet scripture. I don't know if you know it, but I've fallen in love with Psalm 18 as I've been preparing this message for you. And I'm going to pull out a few scriptures as long as the kids continue to be miraculously subdued this morning. I'm like, wow, I'm so impressed with your parenting to produce such children. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, here's the scripture in Psalm 18.33. It says, He makes my feet like hinds feet, able to stand firmly or make progress on the dangerous heights of testing and trouble. He sets me securely upon my high places. Now, in order to have nimble feet like the hinds feet, scaling the mountainous places, we need a nimble spirit. Who knows our feet follow our spirit? At the end of the day, our feet follow the direction of our inner person, our inner thought life, our inner spirit, our inner person. I love this scripture. It says, he makes my feet like hinds feet. That's the goat that walks the high and narrow mountainous paths. He enables us to be nimble. It says he, he makes us able to stand firm and make progress in heights of testing and trouble. I love that. We remain firm and we make progress in those places. He enables us to do that. And it says, he sets me securely. We will not be moved. He sets us securely, each and every one of us, as we come into this year. You know, David was nimble. He was the author of this text. And it was actually written uh, when his enemies were in pursuit of him, when Saul was in pursuit of him. But David found the stance that enabled him to be nimble, even in the midst of his enemies surrounding him, and Saul particularly, the one that he loved, the one that he honoured in pursuit of him. And verse 36 out of Psalm 18 says, you've given plenty of room for my steps under me, that my feet would not slip. Beautiful. And I want to read verse 19 in the Passion Translation. Can I encourage you to dabble in a few other translations as you come into 2018? Mix it up. I love the Amplified Version because I'm a real girl and I like all the words and the words and the words and the words that express the one thing. I love the Message Translation, but I have a new love for the Passion Translation. Hands up if you're keen on the Passion Translation. It is divine. You're going to love it. Let me read verse 19 for you here today. It says... His love broke open the way and he brought me into a beautiful broad place. He rescued me because his delight is in me. Oh, I love that. His love broke open the way. If you remember nothing else today, go away with that stored in your heart. His love breaks open the way for you this 2018 now, here's the thing. A nimble spirit ultimately leans in and follows the lead of the Holy Spirit, even when it appears contradictory. And most times, I find it is <laughs> with God's leading. Can anybody relate today? Oh, my goodness. He likes to play with us, <laughs> lead us out into the deep, lead us off the beaten path. It's amazing. Now, recently, I went into a decision-making meeting for a ministry that I have invested in a lot. It was very dear 
in my heart because I'd poured out. I'd been all in, blood, sweat and tears. All my efforts had been invested in this ministry. And as we were going into this decision-making uh, meeting, I asked the Holy Spirit, how, what, would, what should my stance be when I go into this meeting? So I've, I've, I've spent maybe seven years um, in, a, in a fight stance for this ministry, like fighting and building and sowing and investing and calling up. But when I asked the Holy Spirit, what should my stance be as I go into this meeting today? I felt him tell me to follow the lead of your senior leader and yield. And I accepted that, but I've been fighting for seven years. <laughs> and it was a little bit, little bit um, contradictory. So I walked into that meeting and I knew the outcome before the beginning. I could just feel it. I just knew it. But any time I even tried to lift up my voice and fight, I just knew it wasn't right. So I walked in and that thing that I've fought for, blood, sweat and tears, proper sacrificed for, I just watched it slip through my fingers and I had to let it go. And it was sad. It's not always easy to yield and to do what the Holy Spirit asks you. You don't always see the full picture in the moment. But it's very important to yield and to dovetail in behind where he's going and not to step out, not to pop your head up in your own efforts, in your own humanity, out of your own insecurity um, because his covering comes when we yield and we move in behind the Holy Spirit. See, he is a great covering over us. Anytime we step out in our own humanity and we strive and we move in our own efforts, who knows it's not particularly fruitful, doesn't last very long and may make a fool of us. <laughs> so there's a sacred place, a covering that we can sit in underneath and it's safe. So, you know, I experienced a bit of shock and grief <laughs> just before Christmas. Very real. I shed a few tears through the night. I wept. I haven't probably felt loss for a long time. And I really wept through the night. It's like that thing. It was like letting go of a baby, letting it go. And But, you know, the beauty of even remembering or re-experiencing grief and loss is it softens your calluses a little bit and you, you empathise again with those that have suffered loss. And I find in everything God works it together for good. There's something beautiful that comes even in the vulnerability of grief and loss. You know, but a nimble spirit isn't stuck seeking security or comfort, but rather is attached and grafted into where the Spirit of God is leading. So I'm choosing to see this season, even though I feel like that ministry is like the decks have been cleared. I'm sort of twiddling my thumbs a little bit coming into this next year. I'm like, what now, Lord? Um, but I'm choosing to see this season not as a dormant season, but as a hovering season. And if you look in Genesis 1, the Spirit of God hovered over that which was formless and void, and His Spirit hovered there, and in due course, the Spirit aligned with the Word, which was seated with the, with the Spirit. And then in time, when the alignment of the Spirit and the Word happened, new creation sprung forth. So I refuse to see this season as a dormant one. Rather, I'll lean in 
and I'll believe that it will be a hovering one, one in which the Lord is doing unseen things before they're seen. And that is just as valuable. We live in a world which is like an iceberg. There's the seen and there's the unseen. And they're equally valid and valuable. And in those times where you feel tucked um, under God's wing, it's, it's not insignificant. It matters. Rest matters as much as play matters, as much as work matters. And the unseen is just as significant as the seen. Amen? Amen. I'm going to ask the band to come. I'm going to preach more tonight, I think. On New Year's Day, I just, I'm doing whatever I feel like he wants me to do, which is fun, right? Keep it fresh. But I think I will extend this word even more tonight. He sees the big and complete picture. You know, really having a nimble spirit is, um, is holding fast to his high agenda. Not our own. And I want to encourage you as you consider what you're writing on those cards, not just to write the hopes and dreams that are evident in your heart, but for a moment, look heavenward and ask him, what is your high plan for my life, my efforts this year? What do you want to do through my life? And I believe he'll speak to you. We're called to a yielded life. I'm going to finish with this scripture in verse 28 of Psalm 18. I'm going to give Ness a moment to pull that up. Verse 28. And as we begin to consider what we're going to write on our cards, and I want to encourage the kids to do this too. If you just lean over and make sure your child has a pen and a card, maybe they'll draw a picture. Uh, Maybe you'll draw a picture. You know, he's not religious about how you express what's in your heart. I'm giving you permission. I'm giving you permission to write some audacious declarations on your card here today. And what we're going to do is I'm going to ask you to prepare. And the the team are going to sing over us for a moment as we prepare this card. And then um, as you finish, I'm going to invite you to stand. And I'm going to just pray over your hopes and dreams for this 2018 and it says in 28 God all at once you turned on a floodlight for me you are the revelation light in my darkness and in your brightness I can see the path ahead Lord I pray that you illuminate in hearts and minds here today your high purpose and you help us to position ourselves with a nimble stance as we move into this fresh new year. We thank you, Lord, that yesteryear the book is closed, the page is turned, and we're stepping into a new year, blank slate, fresh start, and we thank you for that here today. So, friends, I'm going to ask you to write. I'm going to ask the team to come, and I'm going to pray in just a moment.